the Spanish announce table. Four hundred of the Spanish announce table. That's uh, that's so long. It's so long. I can't even count that high. I just I rely on last week's number. I go back and I'm like, what, what did we do last week? These, this is a three, a nine, and a nine, so it must be a four, a zero, and a zero. I don't even know how to count to 400. But that's where we're at, Tom. We've been doing this too long. <laughs> too long and not long enough. We're he- we're heading for another 400 more. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, if you're not watching live, you didn't see the face I made when I said that, which reminds me to tell you that you should watch us live. We do this Wednesday, maybe Thursday nights, depending on the week. Chiefs play tomorrow, so we're doing this Wednesday night. And it's YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or you can just watch directly at SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Um, and while you're there at SpanishAnnounceTable.net, there's a PayPal donate link. Uh, our cash app is Spanish Announce Table, by the way. Just set that up. So do that. Hey, right? Help us yeah. out. And we'll talk about wrestling, and you'll be our wrestling friends like Theo in the YouTube chat there uh, already. Join us live. Chat with us. Chat with the other folks in the chats, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's have some fun, man. Dynamite was a blast. We've got some interesting WWE, NXT developments to talk about. Um, and I'm just excited about wrestling. What about you? Yeah, so let's talk about it. So this was AW Dynamite. The go home show before the Grand Slam show because the Grand Slam show is being treated almost like an old school WCW clash of champions. That's what it makes me feel like. Remember back in the day when they would do like one or two title matches on TBS at like Saturday night at seven o'clock. And it was usually, you know, Ric Flair versus Lex Luger for the championship and then staying versus Rick Rude or something like that. Uh, It feels like that when they do these special events. And so Grand Slam at the Arthur Ashe stadium next week if you remember the first ever arthur ash stadium show it was the one hour draw between kenny omega and brian danielson instant classic next week we'll talk about what brian danielson will be doing uh at that show uh but for tonight we kicked off with the semi-final uh between good old john moxley and sammy guevara and so this one great way to start off the show Right. If you're going to say, hey, make sure you're not missing a second, you start off with a John Moxley match because you never know what's going to happen. Could be ultra violent, could have some story ramifications. And that's what we got. So, Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley uh, opening up AW Dynamite. Tim, what'd you think about this opening contest? Hell of a way to start it, right? Let's just get right into it. Let's get some, uh, let's get some fighting. Let's get some stakes are on the line, right? Not stakes, mm-hmm. but, you know, I mean, there's stakes mm-hmm. to this, right? Mm-hmm. Love the English language. And it, this was, I think, exactly what we would expect between Sammy Guevara uh, and John Moxley, right? I like the energy of John Moxley coming out to start the show, too. That really mm-hmm. got me thinking, like, all right, it's big fight feel. Yeah. You know? Um, and, you know, we find out later in the match who 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 he goes up against after he beats Sammy Guevara, which was, yeah, I, I guess, expected. Felt like that was going to happen. Yeah, nothing too crazy happened on this episode as far as surprises, but you have to get, if you're wanting the end result, you have to take the steps to get there. And this is one of the steps to get there. So I didn't hate what happened tonight. What do you think though? Because some of the criticism, especially about Rampage, is they kind of do the main event first. And, you know, this was one of the semifinals. The other one was Chris Jericho and Danielson, which did end up being the main event for Dynamite. But what do you think about when, AEW does this where it's right off the gates. We're doing the big match that you've been waiting for. Do you like that? Do you hate it? Do you want it to be in the middle end? 
I, I mean, I think I do like it. So I think I've fully come around to 2022. We mm-hmm. are not always watching this show from start to finish uh, or have the ability to do so or just have the attention span anymore to do so. So if some of the coolest stuff happens first, great. Um, it kind of feels like what I would do if I'm running major events sometimes, if mm-hmm. depending on the length of them. Like, people came here to see this. Let them determine if they want to stick around longer after the big events, right? Okay. Like, yeah. you can see the undercard. If you will, um, I get warming the crowd up. So sometimes that's tough, right? You better have some good dark stuff going on if you're going to open the show at the gate with the number mm-hmm. one match. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't have, I don't mind it. I don't hate it. All right, good, good yeah, to know. I don't hate it. All right, so John Moxley gets it? the victory. I don't necessarily love it. I like it in certain regards when. If you have something in your back pocket that you're wanting to do, but the thing that you're advertising is the match, awesome. For example, I think of the very first uh, AEW Rampage when the very first match, if memory serves me correct, was Kenny Omega versus Christian for the Impact Championship. Christian beats Kenny Omega for that championship, but then we still did other fun stuff. Britt Baker was the hometown girl. If Again, if I'm maybe mixing up episodes here but they did something after that match but that was the first match because that's what they advertised so i like things like that but for example the rampage that we went to last week if if all you have is hangman and the dark order versus best friends in orange cassidy and you do that first well then man the rest of it's going to be me kind of sitting on my hands even though i don't really want to but when you have Cutie Marshall and Ricky Starks as the main event. Yeah. I guess I'm the, kind of like the, the downside to what I said there too is that, right? So if we know that's how you do things and you came out swinging with some of your hottest things, well, by the end of that show, that crowd's going to start looking empty. Right. Or, or just dead because again, I like it. Like I said, I like it if it's, hey, internally, the match that we're advertising is this, but we're going to do a swerve with swerve strickland or right in the second segment but that's what we want the episode to be known for but we're gonna hook them with this match i like that but if all you have is this match then tease it throughout and then give me the payoff at the end again it's what you really have planned from a internal standpoint whether i like it or not but i don't necessarily hate it because it does make me say like all right I, i have to watch right with raw i can tune eight minutes late and know that like there's a 12 minute promo being cut by Seth Rollins and I didn't really miss anything, you know, but with AW, I know I have to watch something right when it starts. Cause it's going to be going from there. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. So John Moxley gets the victory. He will be moving on to the finals at the grand slam to crown the AW world champion. Because again, uh, that title was stripped from CM Punk because he couldn't handle himself. Backstage. Person. It seems that way. Next up, someone who is feeling the ramifications of that altercation, I believe MJF comes out. And this was honestly, in my opinion, I think for his talent, this was probably the worst hand he's been dealt. And it somewhat showed because he came out and really just did hometown heat, cheap, 
heat. Hey, Albany, you guys are poor. You guys stink. And then I'm calling out Moxley. But also, don't forget, I got you, Danielson, and Jericho in my sights, too. So, you know, I'll kick your ass, too. And that was really it from them. So, felt kind of like a letdown because nothing happened. Now, he does introduce the first ever stable on retainer, which makes zero sense to me. Because wouldn't you be in the stable? Why wouldn't you just be in the stable? Why would you... Like, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And, and I think we talked about this maybe even last week or while we were at AEW All Out because we're ballers. Um, yeah, I think I was worried about that, right? Like, this isn't MJF's faction. MJF hired this crew, and we're still going to get Stokely Hathaway doing his thing with this crew. Now we know them as The Firm, which is not a terrible mm-hmm. name. I like but, the name. Yeah, I do yeah. like the name. But I just thought, oh, this was going to be MJF leading this group, and we were going to get all that storyline with the Pinnacle guys being like, hey, not that like we want to help you right now, but right, what's up, bro? Like You didn't ask us to help, right? And he's like, yeah, well, you said you didn't want to help. Like, fuck, what are you going to do about it, right? Mm-hmm. You're no good anymore. And then we could have like dealt with, with all of those wonderful storylines, but we're not getting that. Well, it's I think fine, right? This is a good setup. It's like, hey, you know, these I hired these guys. Here's the firm. Depends on where they go from here, but I don't see a clear cut main guy of the firm. If that makes sense, I don't see you know a clear I mean? cut anything of this. And I think me just being cynical or thinking I'm peeking behind the curtain. I think everything that was done tonight was a pivot from from what was originally planned. I yeah. do think MJF being the leader of this or these people have a beef with CM Punk from prior things that they've dealt with in their past. All of that, I think, honestly, because of other stories that AEW's told us, there was details filled in and it was going to all make sense. But because of what happened, now we have to just pivot to something else. And it kind of shows that this is just something else. They all did fine. No one did horrible in what they did here tonight. As you mentioned, it's called Stokely Hathaway and the firm. It is the first ever stable on retainer, which makes me think of APA, where APA were just hire us and we'll kick your ass. But then this is where it doesn't make any sense to me. MJF said, it's only my stable. I will re- I will hire them when I need. And then Stokely Hathaway, when he gets introduced and then introduces the group, says to the crowd and to us, We're only a group when MJF needs us. So then MJF is your leader, and it's just like I don't understand the stable on retainer thing. Here's what I would have done, too, is I would have just made them the firm, and they're going to do their thing, right? Stokely Hathaway is going to get over on people, and and we don't even need a clear-cut leader, right? It could just be kind of Heenan family-esque, right, Mm -hmm. where they're Mm -hmm. the firm. They all work for Stokely Hathaway, and he'll help them get over where need be, Mm -hmm. but – what you get is, hey, our largest benefactor, Mr. Friedman, uh, is in need uh, of our services this evening. And I need, you know, A, B, C, D, and F to come with me tonight. We've got a job, right? And we all know we make more money doing jobs for Mr. Friedman than anywhere else, right? I, that makes sense to me. Like, you could do that. But they didn't say that. And that what they well, said but, was just kind of left like, man. 
but then I, I don't know. There's just too much ambiguity around the 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 faction because okay, you're a firm on retainer, and like you said, hey, they might you know go to the highest bidder. So if Jericho just decides. I want to double the group size for this mm-hmm. week to take out Eddie Kingston yeah. and just hire Stokely Hathaway. Nah, in the Cause firm. you could have like, you can have even security firms or talent firms or whatever, where like you have an exclusive retainer with them, right? Like you're but helping isn't it them your group? when need be. Right. But like, no, I mean like I could have private security that I don't walk around with all the time. But if I'm like, mm-hmm. Hey shit tonight, the thing's going down. I'm calling up. Boris, right, and he's yeah. bringing over all of all of these guys that don't speak any English tonight, and they're gonna, they're gonna take I care of me. Also, tonight. like if we're going with that analogy, couldn't not I if I have an exclusive just... retainer, right? What like, if I pay him more? Well, I mean, then that's, that's where I'm you saying. get some storylines to come in. But that, but that's what I'm saying. So then, the line of we only see, do that this could for be MJF. it, right? Somebody could somebody could overpay MJF right. after a while, right? Like we're we're three times into this, and he's yeah. like, come on out. Hands them the cash and they're like, "Thanks, stunner or whatever it is, right?" Mm-hmm. And take a bigger wad of cash from the other guy. Yeah, but then again, yeah, I just wish he would have said, "This is my group. This is my group." But while I'm focused on the world championship, they're gonna do their own stuff because there's just too much weird. I di- didn't like it. Just gonna be straight up with you. I didn't like anything of what yeah. they said. Wasn't now, the what they kind of gave as mission statements didn't hate. You got Ethan Page, who says he wants to go after the Atlantic Championship, which great. Give some, you know, character and got some. A lot of folks talking about that. after that. Yeah. The guns, they're fine. I get it. They don't want to be under their dad anymore. If we really know why, it's because their dad's more over with the acclaim than them. So that makes sense. Lee, Lee Moriarty, I thought was great. But Tim, again, this is where. I don't understand. Nothing makes sense to me right now because it's ADD booking. And I hate that because I like to defend Tony Khan as much as possible because I do feel like when he does tell stories, they are very good. But this is case in point of what the fuck is what the fuck? Because Ethan Page wants to go after an AEW championship. What the fuck is what the fuck? Exactly. You got to write that down. That might be an episode title. Ethan Page wants to go after an AEW championship. Okay. The guns want to go after the AEW championships. Okay. But then Lee's like, I want to go after this ROH pure title. Wait a minute. That's a different company. What? And I get it. We're all I mean, it owned by Tony Khan. <laughs> right I get that we're is. all owned by Tony Khan. It's a different Khan. division right now as far as I'm concerned. But, but this is the thing where if you're trying to tell a casual fan, hey, come watch aw with me and they say cool and they watch this promo and then at the very end they said hey they said that lee guy is going to go after an roh thing what's that okay so roh is a different promote like so i even am okay if you say aw without saying non-wwe right if you want to say aw if you came out and branded yourself as this if you're tony khan we are the supreme main stage for the independent wrestling scene, right? Like we are the the gathering spot. We are the burning man, if you will, for the indie wrestling, right? So then okay. we can see, uh, you know, an ROH championship defended on one of our pay-per-views or we can see a GCW or whatever, right? Because like mm-hmm. we're the biggest showcase, so we give them this. 
but again, they're not saying that, right? <laughs> There's just this ROH. It's like another company. And like I said, so as far as I'm concerned, it's just another division in my mind, uh, because that's all it is right now. There isn't a separate ROH. ROH is a different division within AEW is all it's amounting to right now. And it's one that I don't really care about. Well, but then, yeah, the, your motives just doesn't make sense to me. Why, why would you want to go for to the, leave the show? <laughs> like, yeah, I want to go for would, this title and then thus leave this show when we get a different TV on exactly. probably, you know, the, the, the pop TV network that won't be right. As, whatever it is, the YouTube exclusive. And again, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with ROH being its own entity and AEW being its own entity. And then when there is a time for do, to do a survivor series type pay-per-view where it's ROH versus AEW hundred percent all into it, right? Not to act like the two worlds don't exist. What I don't understand is if, we're saying AEW's number one, right? We all say AEW's number one because when they say John Moxley was a champion or CM Punk, that's the world heavyweight champion. So then why would you go for a secondary title and a secondary promotion? Like that it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, maybe making more money than you're making now, though. So I mean that's the mode there, right? Like, all right, yeah. I think this guy's a chump. I'm gonna take his little you could even throw shade at it. I'm gonna take his little yeah. secondary title and take Something, his money. But- yeah, it just it just doesn't make yeah. sense. It's yeah, just I think too there's just, much. There's ways to improve the things they're doing, right? And it's, it's just too much. Yeah, with AEW yeah. and Ring of Honor, it's too much incest. It's too much. We got this going, but then here's this, and then here is another thing. But then on it's top too of that, much but then, incest, right? Not yeah. the not the sweet spot, not the perfect amount of incest, right? Too much incest. Too much. Right. Yeah. Everybody title, knows when it's too much. Yeah, one title. You know when you see it, right? It's like porn, right? I can't explain it, but you know when you see it, it's too much incest. Four titles, though? Get the hell out of here. I don't, that's too much for me. Uh, And then Morrissey says, um, the biggest cop out, I thought, of all of it is he just says he'll do whatever he wants to do, which, bro, you got Wardlow right there. He kicked your ass once. Let's just say, I'm running it back with that big bitch over there because I bet he can't do it twice. Because what's Wardlow doing? Not yeah, dick. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and, um, yeah, just dressed like he was, I don't even, like he was working on his car before he came in. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, the presentation of him is a lot to be desired. And this really a big... got a lot of personality out of that guy, didn't he? I think he has a lot of personality. I think what they're doing, though, is paint by numbers. You're tall, so be menacing. Do whatever you want. I'm so tired. Of, like, Because you know who also does that in AEW? Satnam Singh and Wardlow and every other one who's like Jake Hager. It's like, dude, be something more than just big, tall guy. Like, I just don't get it, man. This episode, honestly, Keith Lee is a good example of what you're asking for, though, right? Like, I mean, he's a yeah. big guy who has some swagger, doesn't just do the I'm menacing, right? You can have multiple personality types to a big man. And right now, he has direction. I am an AW champion, tag team champion, and I am here to defend these championships because I think with Swerve Strickland, we are the best tag team in the world. I got it. But when you just say, I'm going to do whatever I want, why? Why? Anyhow, why? I'll move off of it. Let's go into something, another wet fart of a match here. We get Jay Lethal taking on Jungle Boy. Yeah. 
Man, and this crowd was there. They want to be there. Like they, they were wanted hyped. something they want, here. Yeah, they wanted something here. Jungle Boy, I so over. I so over. I don't know if it's just the song, but he's it's so him. over. It's him. It he is comes him. Out oh, yeah. I mean, the pops, yeah, if, yeah. He, if he sucked, the song yeah. would only get over so much. Yeah, I, I get it. And it's all a guy we want to like. Like, I don't think anybody looks at Jungle Boy and he's like, "Fuck that guy," <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. he just has that kind of charisma that everybody likes. Oh, he's great. So he's great. So great, and of course, I, it's fine. He wins the match, right? Which is a good opponent to beat, but it's just well. Here's again, again. this ROH thing. I, I don't even remember. Sanchez said something weird and funny on the way out too. But like, I just it, this, these guys will be great on ROH if we're just get them over there already. Like, I don't know. I, I, easier said than done. I don't know what contracts right are like. And I don't either. Stuff, so I'm not gonna say like, geez, Tony, why don't you already have? A TV do it thing on when YouTube. I'm on a fucking YouTube <laughs> But yeah, put it well, up on YouTube. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to yeah, you do dark ROH, and dark elevation, change dark to, and make uh, to, it to ROH. ROH. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying. If you if you distinctly have two different shows and then one time a guy from ROH pops over to AEW and says, hey, I never liked that guy and he's talking shit. I'm going to kick his ass because he deserves it in my hometown, right? Okay. Yeah. That's perfect. Make dark or elevation temporarily ROH elevation, and you put all these fucking guys there before AW, that be and great. it's great. That Just would be make, perfect. Yeah, put everything you had on elevation, slide it over to dark, call it ROH elevation. And we yeah, don't, even need, if it's only temporary, right? Yeah. Or it couldn't be, it could not be temporary. Like you make that the show title and then just figure out another. You don't need, listen, I know dark and I know dark elevation, but like you don't need the two of them. You don't. Now, listen, I'm sure your view counts and whatever say otherwise. So, fine. If you're going to have two shows, do that. But, like, you could put ROH there. I, I, you this could, is... yes, 1 million percent. In the interim, you could even say that. You could say, while we launch ROH and find its voice, we will show you the 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 stars of tomorrow. Claudio is your champion. Jay, all these people, right? Just do that as a show. And then I can understand it. Here's the other thing, though, that makes just a wet fart of an episode because this was green Bay in reverse. AEW was green Bay and the crowd was into it. They wanted something cool, crazy fun to happen. And they really didn't get it. If I'm being honest with you, they got a very paint by numbers, which as I mentioned at the start, sometimes to get to the end, you got to take the steps to get there. I don't necessarily hate what they did tonight, but for the standard that they've set, they did not reach that bar. Here's why perfect example, match number two. Earlier in the day, if you watched AEW social media on, I think it was Twitter, Jungle Boy walked to the arena and said, I have an open contract. Anyone can sign it and I'll face that person tonight. And you're telling me Luchasaurus didn't want to kick Jungle Boy's ass again? Yeah. The fucking mean Kane yeah. dinosaur? Yeah. Like dinosaur Kane doesn't want to beat yeah, him up I again? Guess, like- like, I understand the thing is they've made it seem like in wrestling, it is not the norm for fill in the blank wrestler to not be here when we're doing a show because they'll say, oh, so-and-so is not even here tonight as if it's not the norm. So I'm to expect Jungle Boy's there, right? Mm-hmm. Is the way I feel about it. So yeah, mm-hmm. like you're saying, why didn't Jungle Boy take this? No, J- Luchasaurus. Uh, yeah. Or excuse me, yeah, L- Luchasaurus, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Especially, it makes especially, sense if he's not in the building, right? And somebody else took it, but that's why I brought up, like, I'm to expect he's in the building because that's the default, right? They're there. 
right. for the show. And that's the other thing, too. Is so Jungle Boy gets the victory here. Of course, Jay Lethal loses again. Not his fault, but that's the role he's in. And what we get is just Jungle Boy doing the, the hey, there's my fans over there. Like, no Luchasaurus. We did a three-minute match or whatever it was. They don't even really reference it much. Nothing. Yeah, they don't talk about Nothing. it. Nothing. They don't highlight to it. He's not kind of pissed off. I mean, he was a little bit at the end where he was like, Christian, I'm going to break Yeah, but when he you. shows and, up, okay. he's all like, smell my dick, right? Like, he's all yeah. proud of the enjoying the love, soaking it all in. And so, what? <laughs> I was Wet fart. Fair. Wet fart of an episode so far, but then we pick it up. We get some Wet fart is probably here. a better episode name than too much incest. I was really batting around <laughs> if I should call it too much incest. Oh, I, we, we still might come up with it later. <laughs> yeah, don't don't sell yourself Right now, short. wet fart is 1A. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but then we get some fun, and if it was only just for a moment in time, we got a brief moment of fun. We got Luigi Primo, and he's about to cut a promo with this pizza pie, and we're about to hear from him. Alex Marvez puts the microphone in front of him and then wow, Ethan page. He says, what the hell with these goofy assholes around here? They all are stupid. That's what's wrong with wrestling before he could even finish his sentence. Danhausen and Danhausen comes out. And I liked what Ethan page said here, where he says, if I'm going to take out the King of AEW, I might as well start with the gesture. And Dan has like, great. Oh, that's me. Yeah, he's like, yeah, <laughs> so, we'll take him out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. So wait. then Friday on Rampage, you're going to get Ethan Page versus Dan Housen breaking kayfabe for just a quick moment, looking behind the fourth wall. Dan Housen, Ethan Page are really close friends. So you know it's going to be a really fun match. You know it's going to be entertaining. They're going to sell you for each other more than probably anyone else on the roster. So I expect a lot of fun from that matchup. But I did like that Luigi Primo was just there and then never mentioned again. We didn't get a status update. Did he go to the hospital? Was he there because he was getting a match? Nothing. Just a kick to the face, pizza pie in the dick, and you're out of there. And so that was the segment. After that. Luigi Primo also opening up a, uh, a pizza place actually mm-hmm. here in the Kansas City metro area. So I'm excited. Yeah, he wrestles here out. in Kansas City. So if you ever swing by Kansas City and want to see some good independent pro wrestling, he will be this at that show most is likely. what's great about checking out your local independent wrestling scene, right? As Shout out Justin Summers. Summer says, right? Yeah. I'm at wrestling, and you can too, right? Isn't that? Or, or uh-huh, so that's what, yeah. Something like uh-huh. that, yeah. Um, it, it, well, you get to see this, right? We've seen Luigi Primo. We've thought, that's fun. That's fun. So fun. Right to watch him do his thing, you, you get behind it, and now all of a sudden he goes viral. He's showing up on AEW, like, and you just feel Tony pride, Con- which is weird. Tony right? Khan even, yeah, Tony Khan even said, "I like pizza" when he came out on TV. That was his tweet. I like pizza, so he's getting over with the boss. So it's love great. It. Who doesn't love uh, pizza? Who doesn't love pizza? If you don't like pizza, I understand if you don't love it, right? If you're saying top five foods, it's not in there, okay. But if you don't like pizza, I don't trust you. Yeah, if you're you, like, I won't eat pizza. It's like, yeah, I mean, I, you, I get some people are on a diet, but no, uh, shut up. There's still it, a good if you don't way like pizza, it. as Theo says here in the chat, that's a wet fart while wearing white boxers. Mm-hmm. Facts. Hey, so after that, we then get Darby Allen does a backflip at a show. Neat. And then Matt Hardy in a pre-recorded taped interview. 
watched what we watched, I guess, and said, great job, Darby. And then challenges him for a match at Rampage. All I'm going to say is this. We have so much talent in AEW, some of which is suspended. So now we have opportunities for more people to get TV time. Probably the top four of six TV time wrestlers are suspended. Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, CM Punk. So now we can elevate some people that have been fighting for more than Hangman. four minutes to get that time. Hangman, Miro, Kingston, uh, I can, Kingston. Eddie Ricky Starks. Kingston. Yeah. Hell, Brody Kingston. King, right? All Eddie of these people. Kingston. And, and I'm not trying, but, but here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. And I'm not trying to talk bad about Matt Hardy because in certain aspects, mm -hmm. Matt Hardy is great for someone's career. I would put Matt Hardy. If you had to put Matt Hardy gun to my head, you say, you got to put Matt Hardy in a feud on dynamite. Cause it's part of his contract. Put him with powerhouse Hobbs. Darby Allen doesn't fucking need a match with Matt Hardy. Even if a story comes out of it, that he turned on him or whatever. We don't need that. We don't need Matt Hardy. I also don't think we're going to care. Yeah. So we get Matt Hardy challenges Darby Allen. We're going to get that Friday on Rampage. Then we get a squash match on a two-hour television show. Powerhouse Hobbs takes on forgettable white guy, and he just spine busters him. And that's the match. Cool. Then Powerhouse Hobbs says, Ricky Starks, I was with you for 21 months. You were great. But guess what? Uh, it took me four minutes to beat you. You're probably not that great. And then one of the weirder segments in AEW history, Ricky Starks just walks down, no music, no, no. Why did he have, bro, you work for the company. You could have easily walked down the fucking ramp. Yeah, especially when one person already comes from the crowd area. It, it's kind of a weird. Well, and you didn't shock him. You didn't surprise him. It wasn't like you ran in while he was cutting the promo and looking at people and then you beat him up yeah. from behind. He literally, he legitimately just watched you walk down. And then you just punched him a couple times and that's it. What was this episode, yeah, man? I, I don't know. I don't know what that uh, thing was with Ricky Starks. I mean, and again, crowd behind him, crowd wanted to like, wanted, I mean, popping for wanted. this guy going nuts. And here he is looking like the old school rock with guns out. Right, leather chest hanging all out. Right, twelve pack or whatever. Well, I lost count. All of them. You know what I mean? Dreamy. Yeah. Right? He's, he's coming yeah. down, being dreamy. Crowds behind him, and then it's a wet fart. Yeah, it's a wet fart. I want to shout out the chat here again. Theo says, "Put the title on Miro, handsome Miro." And I want to bring up also along those lines, we've got a tweet the table, which reminds me to tell you: follow us on Twitter at Table Show. Mm -hmm. Use hashtag Tweet the Table. We'll read them right here on the show, like this one at Devil Vamp says. Can we ask why Miro is not in the tournament to be AEW champion? Hashtag tweet the table. I think that was to protect Miro because I think they weren't like, hey, we're putting the title on Miro yet, so we don't want him to lose. And Miro could go, you know, I was on this fight with God, the Aleister Black thing or Malachi Black thing. Might have thrown a monkey wrench in that as well. Mm -hmm. And so, hmm, well, hmm, hmm, hmm. let's peek behind the curtain because, because. I like pro wrestling and then it dumbass Twitter algorithm thinks I want to see dirt sheets. I see it because it says you, you would like this thing. I have seen 
that this has been brought to the the smarks attention and the attention to detail uh dummies is that currently uh the young bucks kenny omega and cm punk are suspended as mentioned and for all promotional material they are not on any posters they've been replaced with tony storm and mgf and some of those posters for new york shows and like that right but you know who's still on those posters after those edits Uh. alistair black so Let's not all jump to Dave Meltzer says the gospel and he fucking knows everything because again, he's been wrong so many times and you know how many times he's printed a retraction fucking zero. So that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. But But maybe he's not like, so maybe they're protecting Miro in that regard. However, man, I I won't hate, I won't have, I won't hate a title run on Miro telling you I'd like, I wouldn't either, but, but you could have still put him in there and had Brody King cost him the match. And then we get a Brody King, Miro blood feud. Yeah, while Sammy Guevara was in this tournament. Yeah. Why? Like, why? Yeah. I don't know. But anyhow, so where were we? Uh, oh, now let's get back to in-ring action. We get the AW World Tag Team Championship match. It is Swerve in our glory versus the Lucha Bros. And this was really fun. I will say this. Very fun. Like you said, the crowd wanted some fun. This is what it was. And it was really great. Swerve in our glory retains, as we kind of predicted. Post-match, uh, Max Caster comes out. Doesn't rap. Doesn't rap. Just goes straight to the heart with some insults. Well, he says, cut my music a bunch of times. My music. I don't know if caught that. I don't know if that's going to mean anything. No, I don't think so. I think, I think, I think, it's, I think those are the little things, though, that like, and who knows if he did this on purpose, but you do that because you might not need that for two years but you have that footage now right someday mm-hmm. down the road bones is like oh yeah you've always thought right like you, you pull up yeah. four or five examples something like that yeah but i what i liked is it wasn't a rap it wasn't a yo it was just a straight promo it was hey do something different for yeah. me and he that's what he did notes though the yo listen listen but it wasn't the rap right, right? it was yeah it was great. It was just master. I loved. I I did really like a lot the line of uh, "Hey Swerve, why don't you roll Keith Lee to yeah. New York next week?" <laughs> well, I love he called. He said, "We're gonna beat your Drake and Josh love or looking asses." <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that? Josh. Oh, that and Drake was like an old Nickelodeon show or something. It was two dorks, Drake and Josh, and one of them I think was a sexual predator, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know in real life, so I don't know. Ooh, yeah. I liked how he said that he was nut hugging. Uh, Swerve is nut hugging on every people, famous yep. person, which, mm-hmm. hey, kind of, you know, you're always the one that says, yeah. hey, look at Kevin Gates. Hey, look at this guy. Hey, look at that guy. Yeah, I mean, listen, we'd love to talk about our friends of a show. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you know, so I'm not saying I wouldn't do the same thing. But you also but look a little thirsty doing do it. it. Yeah, yeah. So, thirsty, like I said, Swerve in Our Glory gets the victory. Post-match, Death Triangle's walking out, and Alex Marvez mentions that, hey, uh, Lucha Bros, you know, bumping the road. Pac is like, bumping the road? Do you know who the fuck we are? I'm Tupac, you bitch. Like, you know, two titles. Pac, Tupac. Um, why isn't he calling himself, himself Tupac? Tupac? Why isn't he calling himself Tupac? Uh, probably did not get it's, sued, but that should be it. That should be the thing. I'm Tupac. Two yeah. titles. Every time he's got two titles, he's Tupac. It, there should, it should be a shirt. It should at least be a shirt. Anyhow. Yeah. 
come on, guys. It's right there. Um, anyhow, Orange Cassidy then punches him and is like, hey, you're you're not going to be a champion for long. And that was it. Orange Cassidy does his thing. We got to see him. It was fine. Looks like we're going to get, again, Orange Cassidy, Pac for the All-Atlantic Championship, which makes sense because then you have Pac lose to Orange Cassidy and then Orange Cassidy, the babyface as your champion. And who goes after him? The heel that we introduced earlier, Ethan Page. And then you do Ethan Page and Orange Cassidy. Look at there. I just did that for you, Tony. Um, and then... I like all of that. Tim... It's right before the main event, so you know what that means. Mm. It's time the women. for the women. The women's match. Just once. Just once, Tony. Shock me and do the women's match first. Just, 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 I dare you. I dare you, you coward. Can't I said anything to him? I, I, I literally think at this point, what he does is he has an Excel spreadsheet with opener, second match, women's match, main event. And then he just goes next to the cells and just deletes the names and then puts in the new names. And then that's, it's just always that format. And then the one time it wasn't that is because he hit control L on accident and it flipped it on, on the format. And that's why we yeah, once got it like and not that, there. You know, somebody came over like, Hey, can we move this match? I've got a dinner at somebody's like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Gives shit. Yeah. But then let's go back to that format. Yeah. It's right here yeah, again. Next week. It's yeah, it's format. Yeah. So we got Athena and Tony storm versus Britt Baker, Serena Deeb. This was actually pretty good. I, I thought this was fun. It wasn't the greatest thing. It's not going to something you're going to probably watch back again. But Serena Deeb looked good. Britt Baker looked good. I thought Tony Storm sounded with the pop that she got like a real champion. Sorry, Thunder Rosa. But I felt like maybe <clears throat> Tony Storm's our girl. She's cool. And the match happens. Uh, you get a chair shot to I think it was Tony Storm. Serena Deeb gets the pin, which was interesting. And then Britt Baker, uh, Reba, and Serena Deeb are beating up Athena and Tony Storm, which then brings out Jamie Hayter. And you think for a second, oh, Jamie Hayter, she's pissed at Britt Baker. She's going to side with the good girls. Nope, psych. She's still a hater. She hits Tony Storm, but then yells at Britt Baker, you dumbass. Like you're a bitch. And Britt Baker the entire time is, Hey, I said, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. You fucked up and walks off. what do you think of this tag team match? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think the execution, you've got a lot of, of good talent here, right? A lot of folks who know how to do their roles, do their spots. Um, I want hater to be a thing because I want to ref her to refer to the fans as haters, right? I want yes. to, I'm a hater shirt. Yep. Right, be like, listen, to all my haters, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like in a loving way, I mean, it just fits so easy. I mean, and also I'm Team Deeb, right? Like I can't can't put enough Serena Deeb uh, on the shows for me, so I, I liked all of this. Speaking of the ladies, Katie, the first lady in the chat, yeah. uh, who might have been here for 400 episodes as well. I, I mean near 400 episodes, right? I know she was very early into our, our fandom of the Spanish now. One of the earliest members of the Table Nation says, happy 400th, send the love always. MJF will be the champion next week. Mark my words. Uh, I will not hate that. Katie, the first lady, I hope your prediction is the most truest prediction you've ever made on the show, and you've made some good ones. 
Mm-hmm. You've called some stuff. I, that would, that's interesting. That is interesting. So I want to, let's, let's, let's get back to that point in just a second. Cause I do want to close the loop here on the Jamie Hader stuff. I think Jamie Hader would be amazing in the anti-hero role for the women's division. I think that's what they somewhat wanted with Thunder Rosa as she rose through the ranks, but then they just went straight classic baby face with her. And I feel like that's where the fans dropped off because we wanted her to be a little different. I think Jamie Hayter, if she co- continues to come out and says, oh, hey, Tony Storm, you're a bitch. But guess who's also a bitch? Serena Deeb, Britt Baker, Reba, Thunder Rosa. Like you guys are all haters, right? And then she does the hater thing. All the women are haters. I don't like any of them. That's the anti-hero. Then you might get a hater section or you know the haters club or whatever you want to call it there. And then the, maybe she's the champ and can take it to the next level from where Britt Baker had it. Cause I think Thunder Rosa really kind of plateaued as a champ. I think Tony storm has some meat on the bone for being a champion and what they could do with her. But I think I agree with you, Jamie hater, especially if you don't do the classic baby face turn, just keep her how she is. I think that's where the money is in the women's division. Now, as Katie, the first lady mentioned, she thinks MJF is going to be the champion. Mark her words. Well, before we get there, we have to have a match for the championship. And in our main event was the last semifinal match. It was Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. Tim, what did you think of the main event? I felt like we got a continuation of what we saw it all out, right? They hit the ground and they rarely got up. And a lot of rest. Well, I thought you know? the I thought the cell of the foot injury was great. I thought that, that was legit. Yes, that was, I think, the one thing that stuck out, right? So they told a different story, at least in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then thus again, it made it more believable that now he's wrenching on the foot and he's trying to do all the things. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree. I thought it was good, and I, I just the outcome is interesting, right? Now, now we've got this Blackpool Combat Club showdown. And if you think about it, Danielson really didn't get his moment to celebrate. You know, he wins the match. He's not even on his feet. Well, one, because his ankle hurts. You know, he's selling the ankle. But Moxley just immediately walks out. I was like, hey, me and you. And I felt like, yeah, man, you guys hang out backstage. You could have done that there. You know, it felt like a little bit of one-upsmanship by John Moxley, where he's like, hey, you won, but let's not forget who won at the start of this show. It's me. And next week when we fight, it's going to be me again. So, Tim, Grand Slam is next week. Got some matches already made. Uh, let's run and through them really quick. I'm going off the top of my head, so I might miss some of them, but the ones that I remember here. So we have the tag team match. For the AW World Tag Team Championships, the acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory too. Tim, let's do a way too early prediction. Who you got in the tag team championship match? The acclaimed is going over in this match. Okay. Right? Like All this. Right. Come on. Oh, the thunderous hey. booze that will happen if the acclaimed do not win this. So that's hey, the man. only reason you might go against it, but it's got to be the acclaimed. Everyone loves the acclaimed. Well, you mentioned. Max Caster said, cut my music. Oh, you can't break up the acclaim right now. Huh? With Scissor Me Daddy Ass. 
There was a new shirt. There was a new shirt. So that was that one. I think that one's oddly enough less easy to wear in public than the scissor daddy ass. (laughs) I don't like. I don't know how they managed to do that. They took the word ass out, but made it more vaguely sexual and made it worse. You dug yourself a bigger hole into that. Yeah. yeah. You thought you were making this more palpable for the public at large. Nope. And nope. Not <laughs> at all. Not. Because if nobody read it, they're not going to read, oh, scissor me daddy, which might not be the greatest anyway. They're going to read it, ooh, scissor me daddy, which is even worse. And it's just, I, I got to oh, get both that, shirts now. <laughs> and you know who should definitely double down and wear it? Or, of course the acclaim. But I think you? as just, well, maybe me as well, but as just a like a the next tip time of the cap. Sparring. Oh yeah, for sure. And what are they going to do to me? Uh, but I think so as a tip of the you. cap, I think Effie should wear it. Mm. Wouldn't that be great if Effie wore it? Yes. Effie needs to Somebody wear it. Somebody get this to Effie. Wear the yeah. Oh, just scissor once. me, daddy shirt. Now I don't know if they have heat. You know, I don't know anything that. But I just think a nice what, like what, synergy what? between yeah. Effie's energy and what the acclaimed is doing. By just kind of doing that together, I think that would be great. Scissoring the the synergy together, I think that would be awesome. Um, okay, next Scissoring up for the us, synergy together. That should be it. See, there you go. <laughs> so next up is probably the match. I'm not going to lie to you, Tim, because I never do, unless I have to. But the match that I'm honestly looking forward to the most, and I don't care what their new name is, I'm still calling them this. It is 2.0. In a tag team match versus Hook and Action Bronson. Something tells me this is going to be so fun. Hook. We got right some there, words baby. out of Hook, too. Uh, yeah. In the promo here. I think he said, like, watch your ass or whatever the fuck he said, basically. Be but ready. Action Bronson said, be did ready. most of the. Yeah, he said, be ready. Uh, mm-hmm. But Action Bronson did most of the talking. And Action Bronson, man, I'm ready to see this. He looks like, like if you met him on the streets, he'd be ready to throw down. And so let's see this. Sweep you off your feet like Ryu in the corner. Let's go, Action Bronson. Talking about, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be so much fun. And you know, 2.0 can just do this with their eyes closed. Oh just gosh. listen to them, and they're this oh. is gonna be awesome, right? They're gonna get all the heat. 2.0 so they're much. the best. They're Both the these best. guys. The Angelo using the switchblade comb all the time. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. good stuff. Daddy magic, just everything he does. The guy shits gold nuggets, man. That guy is great. Side note, uh, I've mentioned it before, but I will say it for this week, especially with this current conversation. Go check out Hey EW, RJ City's sit down uh, talk show where he had 2.0 on as guest. It's worth your time. About 10 minutes. It's really watch that right now. We're going to pause this live stream. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's really funny. I'll send you I'll send you the link. Um, Okay, next up. We have the four-way for the AEW Women's Championship match. We have Serena Deeb, Britt Baker, Tony Storm, and Athena. What do you think happens here? We're getting another hater party. No, I get a gut feeling that yes, maybe like I maybe we get some more storyline advancement for Hater, and Tony Storm is still your champion. Okay. I like you know what I mean, they move forward with that, and then Hater and Baker get to explore this, you know, mega powers explode kind of thing. You think outside chance? What if you're if you're on DraftKings and you had to lay down some money now that 
sports betting is legal in Kansas, even though pro wrestling isn't a sport. Uh, what are the chances that you see Thunder Rosa making her return somehow post-match, during match, something like that? I forgot she's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Thunder Rosa. Her music's awesome. I mean, she's awesome too, but she's just so, not a good baby face. maybe that's it, right? Hater's about to to do something to win. Or is Hater in this? She's not in this, right? Hater's nope. not in the match. Nope, just a four-way. Hater's there. She's acting like she's there on the side of, um, of Britt uh, Baker. Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. And she's going to do something to help Britt Baker. Thunder Rosa comes out, puts the kibosh on it, but it somehow bumps into Britt Baker. You know what I mean? So Britt Baker can kind of blame Hater, thus not getting real heat on Hater, right? It wasn't Hater's fault. Everybody still loves Hater. But, but now it's Thunder one for Rosa one. helped. Right, right. Yeah, and now it's one for one. Jamie Hader doesn't like Britt Baker for what she did. Well, Britt Baker doesn't like Jamie Hader for what she did. Now they're not like one's apologizing. The other one has to accept or deny. But then I I think where you go with that then is like Thunder Rosa's like, oh, like the next day, uh, the next show on Dynamite when they're like, Tony Storm, congratulations on your win. And Thunder Rosa's over there like, yeah. And she's like, congratulations. I'm glad I was there to help you and make sure you won that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad I could have your back. She's like, bitch, what? Right. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's yeah. where you go with that. That's a fun story. That's a fun story. All right. And then for your all Atlantic championship match, you have Pac, Tupac taking on Orange Cassidy. Tupac, Tupac is right there. Orange uh, Cassidy has to win this. This is how we get a belt on Orange Cassidy for a little bit. Like you said, we do this Ethan Page story, which is going to be tremendous. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as good as Pac is, right? I mean, Tupac is fun. For that little, you know, phrase and statement. But, like, he's got the trio thing going on. And just, yeah. Like, I I can't imagine that we're doing, like, we've got two pock spots on the show now. Like, we don't need that either. Right? Like, he's not at that level. So, let's let's get this belt on Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And I think building up the trios champions to a level where you feel like who else is, uh, is there. And then you bring back Kenny and the Young Bucks. There it is. Yeah. Hey, real quick, I want to uh, remind you that you can be a beer sponsor of the week. Uh, our can. cash app is Spanish Announce Table, right? Uh, or you can go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net and use the PayPal link on there as well. Uh, and you can send us some money and just say, hey, go get some beer, right? If you have a specific kind of beer we should check out, we'll try our best to get that. And uh, we'll put you over. And we'll put you over. We'll tell people all the great things. If you got something you want us to plug, just let us know. Like, it's 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 very simple, right? Just mm-hmm. get at us. Uh, today's beer sponsor of the week is fucking nobody. Well, you know that because I'm drinking water. Had to had to buy this my goddamn self. So thanks for that, everyone. Uh, This is an easy way to remind you to use our cash app and our uh, PayPal donate link. Thanks. There it is. All right, and then for your main event, I'm assuming. Who knows? Again, because AEW could just go ass backwards and lead off the show with this. But you have, as you mentioned, Blackpool Combat Club member John Moxley taking on Blackpool Combat Club member. Brian Danielson for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. So, is it a three-time championship reign for John Moxley? Is it your first ever title reign for Brian Danielson, or is it as uh, Katie the First Lady says, a swerve, and you get your first ever MJF title reign? What happens? So I think you can get the you. MJF title reign and get one of these guys winning. Okay. And ah, if if MJF ends the night as the title, 
holder. I think you have Moxley win this match. Um, okay. You know what I mean? Just cause, so you don't shorten the Daniel Bryan one, or Brian Danielson one right out mm-hmm. the gate, right? Right. If he's right. not, then maybe you go with Brian Danielson. The thing is, MJF cut a promo on John Moxley uh, earlier in the show, so it kind of feels like it's got to be John Moxley now. Could MJF be going after John Moxley first? Right. I think, and then the title second. Yeah, I think maybe that's the pivot. Is initially we had this fun story where MJF was going to tell us that he was the devil and all of this stuff. Well, CM Punk shit the bed on that, and so maybe we still say, "Hey, there's a lot of fun stuff to tell in this story. We can make it fit with John Moxley instead of CM Punk. So let's have MJF and John Moxley try something there." And then Brian Danielson can be your champion. He can say, I'm holding it down for Blackpool Combat Club. You could easily throw him in because he still comes out of the heel entrance, right? Have him say, hey, hangman, you bitch. I gave, you gave me a shot for your cha- championship. Now I'm giving you a shot. Come out here. And then he, you allude to what CM Punk did, but then actually hangman comes out and goes, oh yeah, I'll come out for a real champion. And then you have them do that match. See, that's the shit you do there. And then you do that match. Fucking have him take on Lance Archer. I mean, you could run back the same exact storylines you did with Hangman, but you get what I'm saying. You can stall with Brian Danielson as your champion because he's believable and everyone likes him so far. I, I don't hate that. I like all of it. Hire Tom. I think. I think what we're going to do is Danielson as champion. I'm calling an audible in my head right now. I think Danielson as champion, but then MJF holds the briefcase or whatever, almost does a WWE thing because it's him being wanting to go to WWE does the money in the bank, Austin theory thing where he's like, eh, you forget about this. I'm coming for you. And that's how we end the episode. I could see that. Yeah. And I don't hate that either because we haven't got that right. We haven't got MJF, Brian Danielson. We've gotten Moxley MJF Mm -hmm. a little bit here, right? When, and so I just, I, it would be new to me, right? Now, the thing is, the way the MJF thing is working right now, he's got to win it when he goes for it, right? Mm-hmm. So do you lead Brian Danielson to the slaughter right away, or do you still long play? I this? think, well, breaking kayfabe, I think Brian Danielson is more than willing to lose to anyone. Let's not forget yeah, he lost absolutely. to Daniel Garcia. You know, it was shenanigans a little bit, but he also lost to him legit in a two out of three false match. So I don't think Danielson losing to anyone is going to be something like Danielson's going to say no. I don't think anything like that. From a storyline perspective, I don't know how we do it. And then again, the elephant in the room is CM Punk. Oh, well, yeah, CM Punk. What, well, and know. the thing is, something has to come out of this match with Moxley and Danielson, right? Like, possibly. That's going to be the I story could... leading up to it, you would think. But I I could easily see because they're they're men of a certain type of character and you know they're forged in combat. I could easily just see in them after the match shaking hands. Hey, just like they did when they initially formed Blackpool Combat yeah. Club. William Regal made him shake yeah. hands. I could see William Regal making him uh, do it again. MJF is not waiting. He is winning out the gate, says Devil Vamp in the YouTube chat. Join us Ooh, live. Oh, you think this show. starts off the show and MJF is your champ? So here's something that we didn't discuss. Okay. MJF 
could perhaps pay off one of these two to double-cross the Blackpool Combat Club uh, after their shake-hands, whatever, right? The, let's say let's say Danielson wins. Moxie's like, shaking hands, like, good job, good job. Nut punch! Curb mm-hmm. stomp or whatever, right? Like, fucking okay. shove his face up his ass and put the booze to him, and then... Right, MJF comes out, hands him a fucking wad of cash, goes in, does or, his cash in, or they or vice versa, right? Danielson, or no, just Moxley. yeah, or this, it's over. Then you have Stokely Hathaway bring out his goons. Here comes the firm. They take out both of them. Yep. Now we get Firm versus Blackpool Combat Club. There it is. Firm versus Blackpool Combat Club. And then MJF is your champ. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. What are you going to do about me? And then you can do Claudio. With those smaller matters, right? Yeah. And then you could do Claudio versus Morrissey. You could do Ethan Page versus Danielson. You could do Moxley versus Lee. Uh, You could even do. Yuda versus. uh, um... Yuda and Claudio versus the Ass Boys. I mean, you can do all the type of fun with that. Have Daniel Garcia join, do Yuta and Daniel Garcia versus the Ass Boys, firm Blackpool oh, Combat Club. There it is. I would I would love a several week program between the Ass Boys and Yuta and Garcia. Yeah, the real Gosh. men of wrestling versus the entertainers and the like, yeah. you know, flashy yeah. dollar general store version of Shawn Michaels coming out, you <laughs> yes. know, like that would just be perfect. Yes. I like that idea. Fun. Hire me. Come on. Give me a chance. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I do think though, for as much of a dud as this episode was, and let's all be honest, it, it didn't hit high marks. I think we're doubling down, tripling down, and we're going to hit or try to swing for the fences and hit grand slams every time we're up uh, next week on dynamite. I think he's, I think Tony Khan, just I've never met him, but just interviews and you know the way he acts. I think he thinks people thinks he doesn't have it anymore with like the stories he can tell. And this is when so we won't oh, be getting you, a wet fart next week. I don't think we're getting a wet fart, but we could because right, right, sometimes right. you push and a wet fart comes out. Yeah, sometimes you know? it's true. Sometimes you're you're pushing that rock up the hill and you're trying to meet uh, you know your goal and a wet fart comes out. Happens sometimes out. it happens it does happen uh, speaking of wet mm-hmm. farts uh there's some things that happened on the wwe side of things yeah. <laughs> this week that and again we've been saying we want to uh give the triple h era some time right see how things are going and i think there's small improvements made but the, be they small right there and there was a lot to make so we're not there yet right we're not on the like everything is better train um i will say uh, this NXT 2.0 thing has me uh, at least like, all right, you righted one wrong, right? They So they do their NXT 2.0 one-year anniversary. They do that whole thing. And then at the end, they're like, thanks, everybody. And the logo changes to black and gold and the 2.0 disappears. White and gold. Yeah, it's white, white and gold. gold. Right, it is white, white and gold. gold. So, yeah. Um, yeah, right? Like, maybe we're going to get a little more back to what NXT was. Albeit, I'd like people to remember NXT, I we remember NXT 1.0, if we're really calling it 1.0 and it was 4.0 right. or whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't, you're looking back at it with rose-colored glasses. It wasn't always great. There was moments. There was great era, like, defining moments, great moments that we'll remember, but there was a lot of shit in there as well. 
Well, this is what I will always say. And I'm starting to see it now with the weekly programming. And I don't necessarily hate it. I don't think everything all the time needs to be 10 out of 10s. Case in point, tonight's AEW episode. I thought it was really good. I liked it, but I'd probably never rewatch it. You get what I'm saying? If you look back at the NXT 1.0, you had mundane episodes with Grand Slam, whatever your analogy wants to be, takeovers. And your takeovers fucking rule. Yeah, they nailed the takeovers. Every single time it felt like, right? Start to look now. Okay, so the first two weeks of the Triple H era was this guy's back and this guy's back and all that. Now we've kind of plateaued that, right? And now the last two weeks have been kind of mundane. I think, though, whatever that next pay-per-view is. I don't know what it is. Let's call it Insurrection. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) That is going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I think the pay-per-views are always going to be great. And the weekly episodes are going to be fine. That's fine. been the WWE mantra for a long time, too. Remember, we've said well, this all the time, right? Like, the shows suck, and you might get an A minus. But I don't think the shows are going to is what they call yeah. them now. PLEs. Yeah. I don't think they're going to suck. Like, Monday Night Raw's episode I watched, it didn't suck, but I didn't leave going, I got to know what hey, well, Dexter yeah. did at Mrs. Yeah, episode just, or at Mrs. Still House. Just three hours long. Yeah. It's I so agree. Hard to watch. Um, now Leo says Tim, I want to see Brock Lesnar use Rey Mysterio like a club and beat Roman Reigns up. I mean, that might happen. Well, yeah. you know what's going to happen though, Tim. You know what we're all building up towards because I don't know when their next pay per view is, but I can read a calendar, and you know what's going to happen. Halloween falls on a Monday, mm. so you know who's coming back on Halloween, right? Yeah. So that's what we're leading up to. We're going to be. Fiend. Yeah. yeah. So do we get I the think fiend or do we get some kind of like new wrinkle to that character? I think it's a new wrinkle. I think his ego is going to say, I can always make a new version of this. And it's going to be something to where it has shades of past, but something new. Honestly, that might be best because they did kind of fuck it up at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. Pretty weird. Um, that we also go, got going on. We've got Dom getting dommed out by uh, Rhea Ripley, right? He turned. On Daddy Ray and, and, and and this guys and girls, I, I don't understand. Okay, so for a time period in WWE and pro wrestling world, men hit she women. Fucked him, right? She said she she made. Well, him yeah, yeah. Right, we'll yeah. get to that part in a second. But this is what I want to bring up, which is the most frustrating part: is there was a moment in time in pro wrestling where men hit women, right? That was the payoff. Stephanie McMahon would get a rock bottom from The Rock. You know, uh, Lita would get a stunner from Stone Cold, all the stuff. And that was the payoff. Ah, that bitch deserved it. All that. Right. Then we became sophisticated adults and realized that's fucking dumb. Now there's a subculture. Well, there's a subculture of pro wrestling that thinks intergender wrestling is still a good thing. We do a podcast we won't talk about, about that part of it. Play right fighting now. in their underwear, Tom. We didn't grow up. We get what I'm saying. Sophisticated. <laughs> well, hold on. Follow me here. So then. But then we, we made it. God damn it. Right, yeah. So then we made it into a norm that men don't fight women, right? Men don't fight women in today's WWE. We don't do that. So then what the fuck is Rhea Ripley always taking out, even before he turned, Dominic Mysterio and Ray Mysterio and Edge? 
there's no, there's no, like, no one's going to take her out. Yeah. Unless well, you would I mean, introduce I I, some so, female. So I, I would use it in that regard, right? I would use it where she'd be like, oh, what are you going to do? You're going to hit me? You're going to yeah, hit me? But, right? Because she's, she's not afraid doing... of getting hit because she's tough, right? But she's like, what are you going to fucking do? Um, yeah, but yeah, like the, the, I, I'm lost in the uncanny valley there, right? When, when it's, when she's not doing that. Um, I do like, I mean, I mean, I've been asking for this, right? We need relationship dramas. We need family dramas. This can work, right? If, if she's brainwashing young oh, Mysterio, right? So the, I like the, the, story, the idea of this. Yeah. Yeah. The story is great besides the violence that Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. does to the men, because there's no female that can then yeah. go, Rhea, I'm kicking your ass. But I think it even fits well that it's like, it, you know, I said Dom being Dom, right? You do have this like goth, dark character, and the Mysterio has been nothing of that, right? So like this, this turn is is true where it's like, you keep hanging around that girl, Dom, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like now you're getting your lip pierced and your hair is all slicked. Why is your hair wet? Right? Yeah. Like I, I like it. Well, the, the unfortunate thing, and I think the open secret is uh, Dominic Mysterio is bland. He has oh, zero personality. He is an athlete, which is great. But if we but could again, recast this as uh, Ray Mysterio's son, you would have Logan Paul instead of Tom Mysterio. I, but I like they did what you keep advocating for. They didn't send him out in the ring in a promo to talk shit. They did the pre-taped where he's mm-hmm. steering forward and he's saying a few things and they can do take two when he flubs it. And they have her whisper something to him, and he's like, Fuck. you know what I mean? Like, perfect, perfect. More perfect. of that, yep. less of the, like, my dad yeah, you people. was a bastard. Yeah, like all, all of stuff. you people. Right, <laughs> right? Yeah, that yeah. stuff. Tired. Uh, but he's not good. Let's just be honest. Dominic Mysterio, in current form. I'm not saying in six months he turns it around and figures it out. He like, said China beat up Jeff Jarrett for the IC title. <laughs> exactly. Right. But, yeah. like. Edge and Mysterio and Ray keep doing this like my well, hands are tied behind my back. Damn it! It's so I don't. Are you going to introduce Aaliyah again? And Aaliyah is going to take out uh, Rhea Ripley. I mean, what are you going to do here? Because to your point, I like the get in your face. What are you going to do? But when she then does something, it's like, well, what the fuck? You can only do that for two or three weeks, and then something has to happen to her. Like that's bullshit. You know. Or are we going to just start hitting women? <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, yeah, well, but, we know Vicky Guerrero ain't coming out to make any save, right? Yeah, we know that so ain't we're, just, we're painting them in a corner that they can't get out of unless they introduce someone. Beth Phoenix, is she coming back? Like, something has to happen here where she can't just run rampant and be like, ha, 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 ha. Because that's the only reason the Judgment Day is getting over, which is fine because it gets people mad. But eventually you have to have Rhea Ripley get power bombed or something by somebody something. somebody yeah i don't know um and we've got uso three maybe uso four if you're counting Sami Zayn, um is now in the bloodline but he also is the nxt north american champion which means Solo-Sikoa? i don't know how to say it. there it is nailed it uh nailed which also it. means everyone in the bloodline has gold except for one person yeah. who really isn't in the bloodline uh, but he is in the bloodline you've seen the picture. but he doesn't have gold he doesn't have gold so what can we get sammy gold or do we kick him out see you know what's happening this is the end story i and i like it this is all good right, storytelling for me all right yeah it's great storytelling 
and it's done well. And again, Triple H, I trust to tell a good story. So I don't hate anything. Just like how we knew Hangman was going to beat Kenny Omega. I feel the same way about this story. The end story is Sami Zayn teams up with Kevin Owens to then take the tag titles off the Usos. That's what we're getting. So we're getting the little steps of their the newly made tag titles that they're talking about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that part, but yeah. Well, oh, really? yeah. yeah. Damn. I know. Remember my wedding? Yeah. Your wedding. You got the, yeah. It's a moment in time. That's when we were Get you the AEW tag titles. We can, we can Photoshop okay. the photos. We can Photoshop. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. you. Um, but yeah. that's where we're going. Sammy Zayn gets put in this rock in a hard place. He goes with his best friend for life. He realizes the bloodline was always using him. And then it's Sammy and Kevin. They beat the Usos. Then they are the champions. Everything's great. Then Roman gets mad. The Usos then beat the Sammy and Kevin Owens in a couple months to then regain the championships. Kevin Owens then ascends to the top and takes on Roman Reigns. He loses. Roman still its champ. Then the Rock comes. And then there you go. Rock loses. Roman still a god. Brock comes back. Brock takes it. There it is. Or do we ever get a Sami Zayn going for the title? No. Yeah. No. Triple H ain't that progressive, is he? Yeah, he ain't that progressive. <laughs> I love Sami Zayn. He's though. still in the McMahon family, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's still... There's still... McMahon is still the biggest shareholder. Let's not forget that, Okay. He's not dead. Yeah, because I wonder if if he could still threaten that. And be like, oh, really? Because I could just sell it all right now to like Elon Musk. And they're like, Turner. Know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the Listen, most? Listen, Mike Lindell's been asking about buying. Oh these. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Look at the My Pillow uh, presents yeah. WWE. <laughs> uh, that's the titles as his pillows. <laughs> yeah. Pillow fights. Uh, <laughs> pillow fights. Yeah, that's WWE what you know it gets over. Pillow fights. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think Sami Zayn's great. I think that's where we're going. But I do like the Sokoa thing. Uh, I do like that now it seems. But again, very similar to the Ring of Honor AEW thing. Why didn't Sokoa go after the Intercontinental Championship? Why would you go after the NXT Championship? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. I thought you were not on NXT now. I, this... this is where incest, incest. We're not, we're too not much making incest. Si- too much incest. It's not making yeah, it's sense because then spot of incest. Yeah, perfect. This amount. is the hierarchy, and you're going down here. Yeah, you're not, not a bottom. You're a top. Incest. Yeah, you're incest. Not the socially acceptable amount. It's too much. Yeah, you got to synergy the scissoring of the incest. Yeah, scissor the synergy. Scissor the synergy, and then it makes sense. Yes, yes. Ooh, I like that. Synergy Scissors. the the what was it now? Synergy. Scissor the synergy. Scissor so, the synergy. Tom, and in your next work sense. meeting, and all of you listening or watching live right now, yes. in your yes. next work meeting, find a way to work in scissor the scissor. synergy right we got so you mentioned like we've got this thing over here we've got production over here we've got, got development we've got sales over, here. over here right and we're gonna we're gonna scissor, scissor the synergy synergy. <laughs> If you do that, uh, you've got a friend who, who like watches wrestling and watches the show, right? You're gonna yeah, pop that guy. I know that. I know that. It. You're gonna pop at least one person in the meeting. 
Scissor the synergy. I'm going to scissor the synergy to make it make sense. <laughs> I think that's oh, it for man. this episode. <laughs> it's episode well, look, at, look how far we've came. Mm-hmm. Look how far we've came. 400 episodes, and here we are trying to get scissor synergy into a work meeting of where we're employed. This is the best. I love this. I love this podcast. I love all of you. Uh, so make sure to tell your friends about this show and help scissor the synergy. The Spanish announce table.